now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the let's see September first edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just really excited for the weekend for college football. You know, I, I, you know, I want. I'm ready for Saturday so bad, like, like battered. So, so what? Like so badly. There we go. Like, bro, like I mean, really bad. Like, batter the Bobby Brown verse on every little step you take when he's rapping. Like that bad. <laughs> like that's how badly I want this Saturday to come. Oh man. Like if, like if, how do I say this? Like if, if college football was like lotion, I. Yeah, here getting moisturized with skin. Yeah, like yeah. fresh out the shower type deal. Or if uh, college football is water and you were Bret Hart, it would just be all over, you know, the hair. Or any shield member. Yes. Any shield member. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, so uh, we've we've had an eventful week uh, in wrestling and otherwise. You had Colin Kaepernick basically anger um, a great majority of the United States. Uh, you, think his, really, you think it was really the great majority, or you think like just a lot of people are really loud? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Okay. But you had him making folks angry and continuing to do so. Um, you had. Let's see what else we. What's had? the word? They like these the, divisive. Yes. You know. Divisive. You know. Um, you had uh, Kevin Owens. He won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship yeah. to uh, "You Deserve It" chance. Yeah. Um, Off a backdoor win. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> backdoor win. You deserve it. Yeah. Uh, Del Rio is going to be officially gone from WWE. Um, what else happened? We had Amin Al Hassan piss off uh, everyone under the sun, including myself. Um, should we just start there, or is that the elephant in the room? Or I mean, it's up to you. It's your show. I'm just, I'm just here. Come on, man. All right. So um, apparently, you know, Kevin Owens won the championship uh, Monday night. Pretty much every time something happens big in wrestling, uh, his kid gets recorded, and someone's recording it, and the video ends up online after. So it just happened to be him winning the championship this time, and you know. Uh, they record his son, who apparently has autism, and he's like eight years old, and he's excited uh, to see his dad win the championship. You know, because right. either either a he doesn't know it's real or, or it's not real yet, or b he's just watching it happy for his father. Right, it's one of those two things. Um, so uh, video gets out on for the win. And Amino Hassan goes ahead and says, you know, he's happy until he finds out it was scripted. And it's like, well, what does that have to do with anything? I mean, like, okay, so my analogy for that would be, let's say you're eight years old. You know there ain't no damn such thing as Santa Claus. 
You should oh. know by that time. That's why I say eight, you know, whatever. If you don't, you know, most most kids by eight know, right? Mm-hmm. So, December 25th happens. You're still happy as hell when you open up, um, you, you unwrap uh, something and see what what's inside. Like, right. it's fine. Like, it, it, it's just like the turd in the punch bowl, the... For another, just a metaphor. Like that's just like, oh, okay, you're just a Debbie, the, the downer guy. Okay, cool. Yep. So he basically, and this is his whole thing. This uh, this hashtag hate hard thing, and the fact we're giving him airtime on here, it really comes down to you know a couple things. Using him for promo. What you mean? <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> but um, he, I, I pretty much noticed after that, you know, he started dealing with the wrestling fans on Twitter and. Mm-hmm. The wrestling fans are, you know, we are quite a wide spectrum. We are a very sensitive bunch. Yes, we're we're very sensitive, but there are many different kinds of wrestling fans. There are oh those, yeah, there are those we're, of, we are we are not a monolith, right? Just like just like most things, we are not a monolith, right? It's not like we're not all like neckbeards and booger eaters and nerds. It's like some of us, like you know, we're very like thoughtful and careful how we approach talking about this stuff. And then there are people that are just like. There are people that are, you know, they hear his name, and you know, you can imagine the type of things they're saying just off of hearing his name. Yeah, to him like, on Twitter, they probably didn't. They were like, "Oh, there is like, oh, he's the other kind of person we don't like." Right. So I, <laughs> when, when when I addressed him, I made sure to stay clear of all of that. Like, this is exactly this is about you and your character and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, now there are people that you know the it's still real people, you know, to them, and they, you know, these are people that have the wrestlers. Like unironically as their, you know, avatars, yeah, on, on um, the things and you know, their fans, you know, either yeah. way. But he was dealing with a lot of them, and I was like, "Look, man, everyone's got a gimmick." Like, because I know who this guy was from ESPN, and mm-hmm. you know, he basically, I thought he was picking on all the low hanging fruit. So, you know, I was like, "Everyone's got a gimmick," including this guy. He's picking all the low-hanging fruit. So, much to my surprise, he ended up uh, retweeting me. And that ended up, you know, happening. Wow. (laughs) I had another one. Um, Well, he retweeted me, and then he came up with one of the lamest jokes. Uh, I've been compared to, to, you know, to look like many people in my life, you know, being a light-skinned guy. Um, I look like Drake, I look like Chris Brown, you look like Craig David, you look like Joe Budden, you know, any of those, it's, you know, he didn't my, even come with one of those. Mine is that you look, you look kind of like King and Martin, but yeah, go ahead. Heard that too. Um, and he said, I looked like, he was like, you know, is your gimmick a poor man's Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah. And I'm like, was that supposed to be funny? Was that supposed to be hurtful? Was that supposed to make him feel better? What, what, what did you think about that joke, James? I don't know. I, I thought that just, you know, I figured, who knows? I, I thought it was lame, personally. Because one, like, of all the, like, na- we just named a great deal of, uh, of, other, of, of, of our other uh, beige brothers that have come before you. Yeah. And uh, I would say those all are... You know, more prevalent, more, more relevant. Well, I wouldn't say re- about the relevant thing. I think like I think all of those would would, uh, would fit the 
like when you just when you just throw out any old light skin insult, you just throw those names out. Like Carlton right. Towns has hasn't ascended to that level. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe like, we should give so him for, credit. It's like for example, like if you had like a unibrow, then like the go to would have been <laughs> Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis is famous enough for people knowing. Like he's been in you know, a couple movies and cameos here right. and there, commercials and whatnot. Like H and R Block, like Anthony Towns, like he. Nah, not yet. Yeah. He will get there, but he's, not he's yet. So far in the in the basketball bubble, I guess he doesn't realize. And what's up, Josh? I talked to Josh yesterday, and he was like, "Man, I saw that thing, and I didn't even know who Carl Anthony Towns was." And like, he probably doesn't. so. And like he was, he was like unanimous rookie of the year. He was first pick in the draft. Then he was also like the best player on the loaded Kentucky team that like only lost one game right. all last year. However, like he's still, he ain't there yet. Yeah, he just ain't there yet. It's fine. He'll be there, but. Um, you know, I immediately fired back with LOL, you tried, yeah. you know, you know, you, you know, and then it just kind of, it, it sat, it, it dawned upon me. There are a lot of people mad right now. Mm-hmm. And since he, you know, was, he, you know, if he was like, if my gimmick wasn't a poor man's Carl Anthony Towns, it should be. I, I figured I'll show you a gimmick, <laughs> you know, him stumbling, you know, on that reply button was akin to just walking on a landmine um in a sense that <clears throat> not only you know was i just a person just responding to him thinking it was stupid also and you didn't, and you didn't really like say anything out, like out of pocket either right i didn't i didn't do anything to him like that was like compared to all the other stuff on his timeline which was ridiculous now he didn't realize <clears throat> you know at the rate of at the risk of putting myself over too hardly uh, <laughs> uh he didn't know he was dealing with someone with their own podcast he didn't know he was dealing with someone that raps he didn't know he was dealing with someone with who writes yeah who writes he didn't know he was dealing with someone who talks to a lot of you know other people that can make things move like online um so what I did was I recorded, you know, I I wrote a little something and put it out on YouTube, and it got it, it is probably the world's first. Uh, <laughs> would you describe it as? I was like, it's the first video to ever be online. A guy universal acclaim. So like the way the way that I said it, I believe was it. You know, if you put a video out of Beyonce twerking, it'll it it, it wouldn't get like it might have. 11 million likes, but it would have some thumbs down on it. Right. Like, I didn't see, so you, you come out with the first video ever. Right. Like, I, I believe it, the last time I looked at it, it was 37 uh, thumbs up votes, zero down votes. A universal claim, like, you are, <laughs> like, you are the Purple Rain album. <laughs> you know, you Thriller. Are. You know, and, and, I, and, and I, I, I wrote the rap, like, really meticulously. Like, uh, like it was, you know, I wanted to steer clear of certain things and also address, you know, you know, break it down for him. Like, oh, so with all this stuff going on with, you know, we brought it up at the beginning of the show, the Colin Kaepernick stuff and all that. Your response is some, we all look alike type shit. Like, really? Like, right. so I just want to talk about that. Honestly, I think the only way you could have made it better is if you had like. Because you know he gets like the side part, the double side part joints in it. If he had pulled like the young jock audio and said, I got the pawn in it. <laughs> I got the pawn in it. We you had know? that happen too. You young jock lost his damn mind. Yeah, you know, like, you know, if I, you said, you said, if it was a, if I was a white boy, it would have been cool. Wow. 
You know, what, what if what what if I was in a movie? What if I doing a movie role? Wow, <laughs> like that whole young jock <laughs> thing was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, like I, I went ahead and grabbed the uh, French Montana and Kodak Black Lodge all beat, and you know did what I did on it. If y'all want to check it out, go on YouTube. Uh, you can check the Twitter timeline. It's getting a lot of love, a lot of retweets. Shouts out to everybody that um. I mean, if you can, just it. put the um the link in yeah. the, the podcast <clears throat> description. I'll do that. And uh, it, it'll definitely be uh, worth taking a listen to if you're a wrestling fan because I wanted to do it on not only my behalf because he you know came at me. I wanted to talk for wrestling fans as well as like Kevin Owens' son, and also the fact that like if I remember correctly, most people had alerted to him that yeah you know you're kind of picking you're kind of like poking fun like either either directly poking fun at this guy. At this kid, or just like laughing at it, and be like, either way, like you're still making like this kid has this kid is autistic, and then he he still you didn't, didn't you didn't apologize. He or still didn't anything. he still didn't care. So it was like, okay, gotcha. All right. So uh, you know, anytime uh, I, and when he fires back, I let him know that you know I'm on some Joe Budden shit. Like <laughs> I'll make another one and another one and another one. So if you guys like rap and wrestling check it out because or if you just like you know good insults yeah yeah it is you know it's not you know it's 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 it's, it's i think i said shit once besides that a lot of people praise me for that clean, too yeah they were like man you you got your point across it was adult like and it was clean like and that's like kind of my thing like with the rap and nothing was really below the bars it was pretty much just saying like look man this is things you stepped over like you you you, you like misstepped on so uh, yeah, we just had to address that real quick. But on some more pressing topics, um, yeah, fake sports. Yeah, yeah, fake, <laughs> back back to the fake sports. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's funny that it comes from us because you know we're we're not we are so not that group of people that get so they get indignant about people talking bad about wrestling. Like we, right. like we are clearly like transparent in us talking about like yeah, what we what, we know this we, is ridiculous. The stuff we're watching is absolutely is absolutely absurd. But we find entertainment in it. But so I mean, I imagine it. You know, it's it's sort of weird to see that that dude came gave you such a lame insult. Seeing you know, imagining the stuff he probably got saying. Yeah, and all type all of the ism. He probably got all of the ism. Yes, and he got the uh, he got the terrorist stuff. He got the uh, yeah. He got all that stuff, and he fired back at me of all people, which wow. wasn't smart. Um, <laughs> uh, I went ahead. Hopefully, the the ultimate goal of this, I would, I wanted to make it so so good and so like non joke like mm-hmm. that I couldn't be clowned for it. They would just had to respect it, right? And by respect it, meaning it would clown him. <laughs> yeah. So Dan Levitard, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, Stu Gotts. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Mike Ryan. Mike Ryan, yeah, the uh, producer of the show. Uh, we, you know, I sent to Sports Nation. Uh, so hopefully somebody will give it a little run. Hopefully he hears it. That's all I want. I just want him to hear it. I'm sure he's heard it already. He's probably played it back, you know, a couple dozen times. Knowing him, like, he probably played it back. I was like, oh, check it. Okay. All right, I see you, and just like I ain't gonna show you no shine, though. But yeah, yeah I see you. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you heard him didn't take it really much offense. Like, okay, I got you. Okay, yeah, he knows. So he wanted that attention, had to give it to him. 
Because this guy, there's also got to be something sort of weird, like to be from his end, like sort of you know, be a person that has a verified Twitter account, someone that like, puts out a diss record on you that you don't even know from Tom Dick or Harry, <laughs> right? And it just like just basically just to do it, just for funsies, and it's like, huh. That's got <laughs> you know something like, like huh. I feel like the other I, I feel like somebody like Beaumont or Michael Smith like wanna heard it and been like he got at you like <laughs> oh, I mean, wow <laughs> Beaumont definitely would have said something like, to him. So, so what you gonna do like <laughs> Beaumont definitely trolled him so uh, but uh, we had Kevin Owens win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship which was the root of all this um, defeating Big Cass Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Uh, with the assistance of Triple H, uh, who suddenly came back on camera. And just to look like Roman Reigns was about to prosper, uh, Triple H stepped in and said, that I will not have. That Tupac beef. My folks will make sure all your kids don't grow. Like, honestly, at this point, man, like, I, I would be perfectly okay if Triple H's whole gimmick from here this point forward is... To screw Roman Reigns out of every single future title shot he gets. Like, he never shows up on TV. And any time that man gets a title shot and he gets towards the end, that man comes out and pe- kicks him in the stomach and pedigrees him. I think that would be I think that would be a nice little, you know, legacy to have. Like, you're the guy that kept screwing the guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> or, you know, the, yeah. or the, or sorry, what do you call himself? The guy? The guy. The, the good guy, yeah. Or the, yeah, I'm the, the guy. guy. Yeah, the guy that kept screwing the guy. Yep. And, um, basically, uh, Kevin Owens was handed the championship from Triple H via the pedigrees after the 20 minute match. Dude in a suit steps in, drills him, beats him. Uh, how do you feel about Kevin Owens being a champion? I'm, okay, so last week I thought that it couldn't happen for the reason of just you got to get some. You had to watch some of that mid card stink off him. But the, you know, with the backdoor way that he won, you sort of you don't have to really worry about that. Like he can get himself out on his own. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, it was a surprise. I figured they would have went with Roll- with. I'm sorry, no. Yeah, Rollins, and it seems that they've done. Um, they've done this thing where now Rollins is might. Potentially turn babyface, and that's a fresh matchup: Rollins versus Owens. That's gonna be, and that could definitely like shut the house or you know shut shut the city down. Yep. You know, so I, uh, and then you always have Reigns go right back with the Rusev. So like mm-hmm. they like they have a nice little um, a nice little um, step off point from here to. But not, the Clash of Champions. Right. And it looks like uh, Triple H and Stephanie might be at some type of odds. So I don't know exactly how they expect us to to cheer Stephanie as a babyface if they're going to do that and boo Triple H. But they would both be woefully miscast I mean, in as those of, roles. For me, as of right now, I don't know what the hell they did with Stephanie on Monday. Because the Heyman thing was... The Heyman promo thing that they had was weird. And then that... That was also, like, weird. I mean, that was weird in the fact that, like, I'm sure we're going to we'll get an answer on that later. Mm-hmm. But just, like, that promo with Hamill was so, like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I... Unless it's, like, to eventually <clears throat> have them join up and then take the belt off Kevin Owens with Brock, or I don't know, but... Um, the... I, I predicted Owens to win the championship. I figured Cass was, you know, too early in his career. Hadn't really, you know, made his impact that he's going to make yet. 
Uh, Roman, you can't go back to him that fast after the the suspensions and all that stuff. That sends an awful message to everyone. And Rollins, they it make it any worse of a of a message than you can come into WWE and then drop an elbow on a twelve time champion and have a fuck finish and then make and then you go out there and just beat up the the commissioner of one of the shows. Is that make is that it's worse? Bad. It's oh, bad. Like okay. Brock has always come with a uh, with double standards. Yeah. Um. I, I didn't even mention the part where, like, you know, he had failed the, the drug test at another company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even mention that part. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, in Rollins' case, putting the belt right back on him would be, <clears throat> as a heel, like, we don't want to boo him anymore. And it just would feel like a retread of what was already done. Right. So, that's why I, I lean towards Owens. And, and also, think of it this way. If Rollins had won on Monday, it was a heel. Who does he face? Sami Zayn can't fight Sami Zayn. Cesaro's title because he done beat Sami Zayn twice in the last three weeks. Yep, can't beat Cesaro because Cesaro's in the best of seven match uh, thing with uh, Sheamus, and, and he's it, down 0-2. Yeah, that. Um, Owens still will still be a hill at that point in time. It can't be Big Cass, and the damn sure can't be Enzo. Reigns. Um, the New Day. I don't know what the hell they're like. They just they gonna stay together forever. Apparently, like five years from now, they still gonna be together. Like, why wasn't Big E in one of those matches? Like, why didn't he get the big cast spot? I don't know. Oh, my, you know, my favorite part of um of the Fatal Four Way match was what the fact that like the crowd's cheering for for for, for Big Cast. Me like they're booing Roman Reigns. They're they're booing Roman Reigns, even though like Roman Reigns is like the the eight times better version of Big Cast. <laughs> Like maybe actually the million times better version of Big Cass. Like he's big, he's tall, he has long hair. He's you know he has a nice he has uh, a nice physique. Uh, like I'm I'm pretty sure Marines can get, deliver the same promos that Cass does. Where Cass is like pop sounds like he's whatever. slow. Sounds like he's slow. Between the me thought, and like the like, thoughts, like the young thoughts and opinions of one Richard Lada does not necessarily <laughs> pertain to those of James Boyd. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, the rest of the rest you, of the BWP. You, you you heard that Young Jesus song between me and you? I think the boy kind of slow. He was talking about Gucci Mane, no. He wasn't talking about Big Cass. Well, you know, their whole thing is to kind of you know act like. Never mind. Um, they uh, where were we at? Kevin Owens won the championship. Okay. Um, I think Owens is set up wonderfully to go forward because a he can talk. B, he right. can wrestle. C, he's earned this. Like, <clears throat> you know, and I'm not big for the he's earned this or he deserves any of this. But you get what you get. Yeah, from the moment Owens. Just like life. From the moment Owens showed up in NXT, it was like, yo. Like, I heard so much stuff about him before. Um, never really watched any of his independent work. I see this guy hitting these flips and talking, and I'm like, Yo, he's the new Sam Punk. Like he's he's gonna be in the second CM Kevin Punk, Owens. Sam Punk the one doing all that flippy do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the flippy do or flippy do? I think flippy do. Okay, flippy do. Um, but the he he came to the main roster after the great NXT run, right into the feud with Cena, <clears throat> held his own, gave Cena a, a, a pretty much a life preserver because he was coming out of that Russell feud, and it was just like, man. Yeah, so he gave Cena like a solid launching pad for the U.S. Open Challenge and all that, and 
Owens is pretty much done well with whatever he's been given. Like, he's won the Intercontinental Championship twice. He's had excellent matches with, with Sami Zayn, which are still out there in the future to have for the world title. <clears throat> and he's a guy that really busted his ass and is so smart to such, like, basic things. Like, he can just make us laugh by imitating Enzo Amore, like, on an apron, like, doing the that dance or whatever. And everything just has made so much sense with him, and I'm glad he's going to get the opportunity because so many people told him he couldn't do it. Chinlock City. Yep. Chinlock Island. Um, like, one, th- I think my, my favorite part for Kevin Owens, and you, I think you've forgotten to mention this, was when, you know, he powerbombs M- uh, MKG through, <laughs> <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> so You need to powerbomb Amino so, Hassan. So, That's what he needs to do. So, like, that was definitely uh, something you overlooked. But, yeah, that, like, yeah, he's had some moments. And I remember there was one in particular, just probably, you know, his first three months in. It might have been, like, right after the um, MKG thing. Where like this dude is like, like getting some buzz beyond just the realms of the wrestling world. Like he looks like he might be like a new voice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is at the point where you're like, they should make that dude champion. I'm like, man, chill. Like you know, they had got to go through with this. They gotta, you know, unless unless they, you know, put the jet the jetpack to your back. Like you gotta go like a year before they actually mess around and make you the guy. And you know, it's been a, a year and change and. Like, what, 15 months, maybe? And here we are, he's champion. So, I ain't got no problem with it. And apparently no one else did either. And the gear gear matches the belt. Yep, it does. Well, there were a couple people that had a problem with it. Uh, Vince Russo. (laughs) Now. I didn't hear any of it, but don't tell me. Now, my last Twitter interaction with Vince Russo was a positive one. We talked to each other respectfully, so I'm not going to get on here and and trash about it. what? Like, uh, what were we talking about? It was actually about Kevin Owens. Oh, God. Um, and I was trying to, you know, convince him that, you know, while wrestling has been a cosmetic business, it's not the biggest thing anymore. And just trying to make him see the value in Kevin Owens. There, okay, so my question for you is this. <clears throat> yeah. The last... The, the last... is 2011. Name me the five biggest wrestling stars. Uh, I'd probably say John Cena. Yeah. Sam Punk. Yep. Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And it depends how you feel. Like, all right, how, what are you saying? Like, I could say The Rock, but, you know, he wrestled like three matches. Uh, I'll go Randy Orton. Okay. Yeah. So, 40% of those guys are guys that don't have good bodies or small, puny guys. And yep. one in particular is a guy that we always call skinny fat. And mm-hmm. not just us, also, you know, Triple H. So, um, the body thing, no one gives a fuck about that. Like, it's over. Like, mm-hmm. we're done with that. Those days are over. Um, everybody knows this shit's a work. <laughs> you don't need to, like, the biggest bat. Like, not, now everybody needs to, like, the right back. Or you don't need to be, to be champion. You don't have to, like, the right back. Like, you know, the criteria has changed. Yeah. Um, so. He basically said David Arquette was more over than Kevin Owens is. Right now, when he won the WCW Championship, probably was. You want to know why? Why? Because everybody's way more over back then. <laughs> like the cra- the craziest things is if you go back and look, and these are like times when we were like, "Yeah, man, this is dead if not for Daniel Bryan and CM Punk." Like 
Because, like, yeah, they got, like, four guys that carry time slots or whatever for to carry this three-hour raw now. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look at, like, some of the reactions that guys got in 2012 and compare them to now, you'd be like, you didn't even realize how much, like, how much more popular wrestling, like, how much more better, how much more better, right? That's not, like, <laughs> you, you want to understand, like, how, give you an understanding, like, how much more lively a crowd was compared to now. In 2012? Or, yeah, just go back to 2012 and watch any random raw, anything from a random raw. You're like, wow, that's so much. Mm-hmm. How come guys don't get reactions like this anymore? It's weird. Um, I don't know. And it's, and it's just like that's a short amount of time. Like we all remember that, mm-hmm. like 2012. So, like I don't that whole over thing. Like of course, like we all hear about the real warrior pops and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> jokes about uh, jokes about that stuff. Look, man, that don't that real warrior pop is out of here now. It is now the Daniel Bryan pop. <laughs> so. Like, I mean, whatever you do, like, granted, tell my mom how much, you know, how over he's like, well, one guy was like this happy-go-lucky baby face that won a sh- the most shocking thing ever. It was one of the most shocking ones in the history of the business. And the other one is, like, how are we supposed to compare that to the pop for the heel? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he does get a, a, a pop as a heel, big, like, yeah. that should let you know that like, he's pretty good at this thing. Unless I mean, do you want to compare it to Roman Reigns as far as his pops? <laughs> like, what, what are we like? What are we doing? Like, like he was acting like Kevin Owens had to be the new John Cena, which he doesn't. Like, he's a heel champion. That's never going to happen again. It'll never happen again. Like the next John Cena, like that. It's, it's not like, coming. The guy's never going to. It's like the next Michael Jordan. It's not coming. Like, uh. um, but yeah, off that. Like, I'm glad Kevin Owens is a champion. We can go on. Um. Alberto Del Rio is done with WWE. Um, it was an abject failure yep. uh, bringing him back to the company. I'm mm-hmm. glad they wasted their money on him. Good for Del Rio for getting that money from them if they weren't going to do anything with him. Um, now, this guy, we want to talk about some of the five biggest stars. Well, he's one of the, the most decorated since 2011. Yeah, he, um, he's definitely won everything there is to win except the Intercontinental Championship. Tag team and tag team titles. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he basically came back and got left on the bench. Apparently, he was supposed to be managed by Paul Heyman when he came back and be a main eventer. Like, like they've been lying to you, man. Like, <laughs> like that Bray Wyatt. But uh, he came back that first night and seemed so motivated, so jacked, so beloved in L.A., Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looked like the world was his for the taking as a babyface, but they just didn't do it. And nope. Yeah. Like, and the craziest part about it is, <clears throat> whenever he's like it started out getting his babyface, it started out well. Like I remember specifically, this I believe this is yeah, like yeah, like this is TLC 2012. He makes his babyface turn. Mm-hmm. And then he's on SmackDown fighting Big Show, and he has that last man standing match. That great, that great—I would call it a classic. That match is that's one of the best matches like since we started back watching wrestling. Like that was one of the matches of your candidates on our um, award shows, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he has that has that match, and like they never like figured it out. Like they got like, and it's it's a lot like what happens with WWE. Like they have great ideas, and then like. They don't know how to like make it work the rest of the way through, or things just fall through because you know it's. I mean, this is granted like this is a these crowds are difficult to, to please, right? Mm-hmm. But like 
every chance he had, every time he had a, a, a like he had a, it was always like you know two steps forward, two steps back with him. Like it was always like a struggle with him. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't think he's ever getting anyone in their WWE Hall of Fame, but should be. Well, you know how that works. Yeah. So. You know, you got to be friends of the boss. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assume by the time it would be time for Del Rio to go in, that Vince Man would no longer be with us. Well, and I don't, I mean, I don't think he's necessarily exactly cool with Triple H either. So, Well, that's the thing. He's not cool with Triple H. He's cool with Vince. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> they, uh, I'm sad to see Del Rio go. So <laughs> am I. They, they squandered him for a full 10 months or whatever it was. You know, hopefully um, he can uh, have some great matches elsewhere, and we can still watch him. At least, at least, well, was he two and one in WrestleManias? He won this year. He won this year. He beat Swagger at thir- at twenty one. Well, no, was he in the twenty nine? He was at WrestleMania twenty seven. Lost to Edge. Right. Twenty eight. He missed. No, he was. Wait, he was part of Team. Um, nope. What's he came back the night after. At 28? Mm-hmm. He okay. wasn't at WrestleMania 28. He was at WrestleMania 30 in the Battle Royale. You sure he wasn't on Team uh, on team People Power with uh, Positive. Laurinaitis? Positive. Okay. Uh, WrestleMania 30, he missed. WrestleMania 31, he obviously missed. Yeah. That's a 2-1. Trying to think what else we got. Oh, let's go to some questions from Josh. Oh, oh real quick, before we stop, move on. So, given, like, where we are coming with this election, are, are like, should, like, in retrospect, should we have known that, like, the Del Rio thing wasn't going to be, like, work as smoothly as it, as it probably should have? <laughs> like, think about think about what the storyline was for WrestleMania 20, 29, when it was, like, he pretty much, like, that's the fourth biggest match of that card. Mm-hmm. And it's him versus Jack, Jack Swagger, Swagger and... You know, Jack Swagger has uh, Dutch Mantel. Uh, sorry, Z- what's Zeb Coulter? Zeb Coulter spewing some of that xenophobia stuff, some of that xenophobic stuff, and like it just like Jack Swagger wasn't believable that no one thought he was actually going to win. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, it's like okay, so there are people cheering for him. There, there are some people cheering for him because they're supposed to cheer from the other people. Just like. Well, I don't know. I kind of want him out the country. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, so like he, he did, you know. And we talked about this before, but when it some sometimes it just didn't work, and it, I couldn't understand why. I was like, well, maybe it's just like, I, I, I maybe it's just flat out, you know, that ism. Maybe it's just that. <laughs> and, what, what kind of ism is that, James? <laughs> so, because you, I don't know. So. It, I'll never like they like that's be one that's like frustrating until it ends time like the fact that they couldn't make it make that guy work. Yep. That that's just Yep. Um what else do we have happened over this past week? Um we had Bailey debuted. Well she didn't debut. It's her I remember she debuted the week before against against that's right. Dana Brooke and Peter. That's right, we talked but about she, it. But she well she I mean she didn't debut, but she did some gigantic, which was yeah. she teamed up with the New Day and, and Merch City. It made my head explode. Yeah, Merch City. It made my head explode. Like that was like, that, bruh, I'm sorry. Like Bailey, New Day, up all the way up here, and somewhere like a little bit below is like the mega power. <laughs> it's like, 
car is linking up. I'm telling you, like I was so excited when I saw them link up together in uh, in that in that locker room hallway or whatever. I was right. like, this is the greatest. This is the greatest moment of all time. List of people that Bailey needs to hug. Like I need to see Bailey walk. Ironically, like does like just Vince. Vince, that'd be great. Stephanie on TV. Uh, Undertaker. <laughs> just walking around the back. You're Brock, the Undertaker. Brock Lesnar. Yes. Look. Well, I, th- I think st- I think kayfabe why she'd be scared to death of Undertaker, but... Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who else? I'm trying to think. Um, you know that you know she's going to hug Cena one of these... Once, like, in a year or two. And oh, it, my it, God. That's going to happen. Um, Daniel Bryan, of course. Yeah. Just, uh... Hmm. She huh. has to try to hug Kevin Owens. She's trying to... She, yeah, he'll be so annoyed. Um, <laughs> you again? Try to hug Jericho. That'd be funny. Oh, my gosh. That'd, get, that'd be great. You're like, get off me, you stupid idiot. Uh, <laughs> she's she trying to hug Bray Wyatt. Oh, my God. Uh, what if you know how blonde I'd be? Like, I mean, they're on different shows. But what if, what if like Bailey turns into Sister Abigail? Holy shit! I quit watching. T- I quit watching this. That's a shit in the heartbeat. <laughs> like, you, you don't went too far with this bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a good. That's a nice little that's list. A good little list. Um, Sasha oh, Banks. No. You want to talk about that? No. Interview? You know who she should, no. Well, well, you know who she should hug? Braun Strowman. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, bro! Strowman sucks, bro. Yeah, ba- Bailey. Yes, she must hug Braun Strowman. That, I think that that'd be awesome. Um, Sasha Banks gave a ridiculously stupid interview. I don't even remember. I remember what was it? What did she say? In there? She said something like, exactly. you know. Something about Charlotte wanting to, like, instead of trying ah, to beat her, she I tried remember. to hurt me or something like that. Well, she isn't said, that the point? She said that. She tried to hurt me. She tried to injure me. And then um, you're hiding behind Dana and your daddy. And then yeah. they, and then they cut back to Charlotte, who's sitting um, in the stand-ups uh, at the table with the three guys, the mm-hmm. three announcers. And she was like, neither one of those two came out to the match. <laughs> And I was just like, you know what, Charlotte? You've got a point. You know, Charlotte, you're completely right. That whole entire thing with Charlotte was with Sasha was stupid. Yep. It was a waste of our time because he, like, she literally was just like, she wasn't there for any of those matches. Like, yeah. debunked. Go that way. Yeah, go that way. Um, what else happened? Not a ton else happened on Raw. I don't think. All right, let's get to SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, I would say Cesaro Neville. Like Cesaro Neville. Um. Jericho and Neville had a really good match. Yes, they did. Um, it was cool to see the Lion Tamer out. Um, and I think Jericho is now like you. I think remember you, like you can't be saying Jericho's watching them, bro. You can't. <sighs> yeah, I might have like, to uh, take that back. I think a lot of it was he was trying to figure out what his character was going to be in that, like in this run, and he's like he can't because he couldn't do the same character again. He's more or less been like, I think you know. Because he comes back so often that you can't really do it. Like mm-hmm. the Rock, like the Rock has pretty much been like the same Rock since he's been back. Yeah. Because he's not around as much, so it's still like even though we know we, what we're going to get, mm-hmm. like he can still do it and it's fine because it's not around. It's not as much of a like um, oversaturation. 
like Jericho figuring out that he's just like this, you know, the gift of Jericho and and you're gonna get it, bro. He's he's Ric Flair in 1996, <sighs> where he's absolutely hilarious and he's like an old kind of guy, right? That, right. But yeah. I mean, like it took him from honestly, it took him from about I'd say from. Like after the the Y two AJ thing, like after the whole saga with AJ Styles, like he was kind of lost trying to figure out like what he was exactly how he's gonna make it work with Ambrose. Mm-hmm. And then like since that, after Ambrose he's was been done, fine. he's been fine. Like yeah, you know, some might have been right. Yeah. I mean, because I know people have their issues with Ambrose right now because like he's too goofy, mm-hmm. but they need to like. Need to figure out what exactly they want of Ambrose. Like he's, he's kind of lost his juice because they make like, they made him wacky. Like so, the whole gimmick thing is him or but he's been thing, serious this, lately. This Survivor Series. Well, nah. Think of it like this, right? So comes out of SummerSlam, first feud with, with Ziggler, and he's like, "You're a clown. You want to shake your ass, um, and you don't know what it takes, and you're scared to actually really be successful." So he comes out against Ziggler and he does he's like mockingly doing all the Ziggler stuff like shaking his ass and doing all the clown all mm-hmm. that clown side so sideshow shit and he was also positioned that match was also positioned like where it was almost unimportant yeah but I'm saying it's the story in the match is still like I'm gonna do all the things that got that caused you to lose mm-hmm. or why you're a loser and then like it never gets flipped in and put in his face and like Ziggler was serious this time, so Ziggler gets to win. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to completely clap. I'm completely just basically like <laughs> Stun on boat you. race on you. I'm, he boat races this dude, mm-hmm. and that was the end. Then he comes back, and now he's you know he's going to get somebody else. But like he shows up that Tuesday with that big ass cowboy, <laughs> big ass cowboy hat on, and people yeah. just like it's, it's too goofy. Uh, you look lame as fuck. He's just too goofy. So like you know the serious Ambrose, like the ones he was you know cutting those promos. Um, with Ziggler, like in the ring, like that's the guy we want. Mm-hmm. Like the serious Ambrose, we don't want like the goofy guy. It is, and it's similar to the same way. Like we don't want the corny scene, and we want the you know the real. Yeah, yeah. Like even if he's out here just you know just undercutting, kneecapping guys verbally, like we still rather see that than you know corny Joe Cena. So uh, the Miz. Uh... <laughs> We'll start there before I, and before I get to Styles. Uh, the Miz came out when he walked. If you haven't seen this, <laughs> as soon as SmackDown starts, he is walking. He's making a beeline to the ring. His music hasn't even hit yet. Like yes. it's like yes. he's like halfway down the aisle before his music hits, and he tells tells him to cut it off. And then he's just like just unloads into the mic. Like what right. has gotten into the Miz lately, bro? Like like he. I Miz guess he's seizing the moment. Bro, I guess he decided he wanted to uh, win the Promo Cutter of the Year award on uh, the One Nation Radio Awards. Look, man, I I don't know what's gonna happen for him to lose it, but he but he's uh, he's up there definitely because that's Promo of the Year for me. I don't know what's like, <laughs> bro. He jumped on he jumped on Daniel Bryan's head so fast. He took down Daniel Bryan's soul. Like Daniel Bryan didn't even know what happened, especially after you know we talked about this before the podcast, but. During the talking smack, 
he basically like explaining like yeah like we're not allowed to work work together anymore because we weren't supposed to do that <laughs> you know we like to give each other jabs or whatever but but Miz took off and did like Dave Brown like yeah bro I ain't gonna punch him in the face I ain't having that no more because if we work together he do that shit again I'm punching him in the face on TV <laughs> on live TV so. Yeah, man, I, I I enjoyed it. And the best part about it is he did all that shit, and then he's like, "Put the camera." I thought it was, I thought all of that shit was working. Like, put the camera on me, and that man just took off. Like, yeah. But I, I I really think that they came up with a great character for him. Like, that dude's a coward, and don't you dare call him a coward. Yeah. Like that's like I think that's great. Don't like, you dare make him angry. No, I'm just saying like, he, like he is clearly a coward. He mm-hmm. wrestles like a coward. So it's like AJ Lee. She's clearly crazy, but you can't call her crazy. Yeah, but with more nuance and better because, you know... It's the better. Miz is better it's, than AJ Lee. No, it's just better than the whole, like, oh, they're women, they're, she's crazy, go. Uh-huh. Like, that's, like, it's from, it's, it's almost like that Michael PSA, is you're black, that's your gimmick. Like, oh, <laughs> oh you're a woman, you, oh, you have ovaries, you're crazy. Like, you know, just, just go, get out of my office, there's your wow. gimmick. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it got transitioned uh, from a match that we're not going to have between Daniel Bryan and The Miz, unfortunately. Into a match with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um, Dolph Ziggler, once again, challenging for the Intercontinental Championship. He's really fulfilling his destiny as being Mr. Perfect. Uh, And Mr. Perfect never looked this lame. Um, He, I'm shocked that they went back to him challenging for the Intercontinental title so fast. But, in a sense, what could they really do with him? Like, you can't go fight Baron Corbin. He just did oh that. Oh, my God. That was... Um, okay, so... He can't be in a tag team. You know, you can't fight Bray Wyatt yet because Orton got Wyatt. Corbin Ziggler. Is that one of the ten worst feuds of this year in WWE? It's got to be. They had three matches on pay-per-views. Only one of them made the card. Is it... Is I'm no, Titus O'Neil and Darren Young is like... I No, I didn't ask you if it was the worst. I said, if it, is it one of the top ten worst? I'm sure you could argue that. Like, I'm pretty sure... Like, I mean, I have to look around, but it's definitely my top ten, and it might be closer to five than ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's just... I, I think maybe, in retrospect, the idea was for... We, we put Ziggler... Next to Ambrose, show what he can do as like a potential main event guy. He loses, but at least now he is a he. We have kickstarted him as a bit to being a credible mid card guy again, mm-hmm. as opposed to a mid card guy no one cared about. At least now he is he is a mid card guy we do care about, and he you know we talked about this during the, after the draft. Like for them to have a successful mid card, they needed. They needed Ziggler to come, to pan out, and they needed either Cruz or um, Corbin. Corbin to work out. And now, you know, they do have Ziggler there. Corbin and, uh, or excuse me, Styles and Cruz had a nice little TV match. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it was. It, I, I would like that going longer, but whatever. Um, AJ Styles, he's truly. I feel like he's just running towards the world championship right now. Um, I see no reason why he's not champion. Yeah. He, Come two weeks from now. Or, I don't ever want to see him wearing that headband again. Looking like Jackie Moon or whoever <laughs> uh, was, was in Semi-Pro. Oh, my gosh. Uh, or Will Ferrell, you know, all that stuff. He 
he looked pretty uh, ridiculous with that on. But I'm enjoying the over-the-top, kind of cocky, arrogant character that he has going right now. Where it's not just the, uh, yeah, I'm running with a gang. It's like, he beat up the bully. Or or he beat up like the big guy and is like who else who 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 gonna stop me? Yeah. Wh- which one of y'all yeah. wants some? Like I like I knocked out Debo, so I get to talk shit now. Like yep. that's that's sort of the rules. <laughs> like I hit Debo with that brick, and now I'm in, now I can talk shit to every single one of y'all. Right. So him and Ambrose, it should be interesting. Like today, I was just thinking about it. We saw that match live, like Ambrose versus Styles, like when they were in Tampa on Raw. And oh yeah. So it was like, wow, I was there live to see that. You but, know, um, like that Ross still Murphy. It is. Yeah, like the funny part is like I remember, I'll always remember that that uh, the first Raw of 2013 that yep. we went to. In like Tampa. everything about it. Yeah, <laughs> but like that Raw, like I don't remember shit. Like I remember, you know, like we, Cena and Rollins fought. I remember, then. like two weeks after we went, I was trying to think in my head like the storylines of like, did I miss the episode of Raw? Like what happened here? And I was like. Oh shit! I actually went to that raw. Why can't I remember a damn thing that happened? You know what I did today? I went on a binge watch of like a bunch of the rap videos I did, and uh-huh. then I watched that weeks, and I was like, "Oh shit! I was at that one because <laughs> I didn't even mention it in, in the rap <laughs> or whatever." But yeah, um, yeah. Um, what else we have on there? Yeah, Styles is is excellence. Um, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. I I like what they're doing. Um. You know, Bray Wyatt isn't really, you know, he's not exactly breaking new ground no. with the disappearing and the talking in circles and all that. But I think Randy Orton, seeing Randy Orton sniff out that bullshit is, is just entertaining for me. It's like, yo, bro, like you, like, like Orton's like, I'm, I'm crazy. Like none of this stuff that you're doing is going to affect me. A, I've seen it all. Yeah. B, I've done it all. Uh, what's mind grams to a crazy nigga? Like I don't like, <laughs> like I'm crazy and I and I'm like a fifteen year veteran now. Like yeah. <laughs> Like what like what like bro, do you remember when I was out here jumping on the Undertaker? Like you think yeah. I'm worried about about some damn Are you? Yeah, like what the hell is a Bray Wyatt? Exactly. Yeah, so um it was funny, so speaking of Miz, I decided because I, I decided I wanted to see the Miz, the little Miz girl. Mm-hmm. So I you went back it. on the network and watched it. I went, it's actually the full match on YouTube. Oh so, wow! So um, the whole setup is uh, it's a title match between Wade Barrett and, and Randy Orton, mm-hmm. and also the whole Nexus comes oh, out. Another guy that left. And we they, might have to power rank all the guys that left WWE this year. Who just left? Uh, Wade Barrett's gone, but Ryback's gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Randy Orton comes out first as champion, which is like, okay, that's weird. So then all of a sudden, the whole Nexus comes out and stomps a mud hole on Orton. Orton sells a knee injury, a right knee injury. So the funniest part is the geeks the geeks skip, assemble and scatter out there, and they try to break it up. By geeks, I mean the refs. Yep. And, and all of a sudden, uh, Husky Harris, <laughs> he, breaks, he breaks free, and he, he starts kicking on uh, Randy Orton's knee. And of course, like I was like, oh wow! So he's feuding with this dude. Like it's amazing how that started how this years out ago. For yeah. So yeah, old yeah, old country beef. Yep. So it's it's real similar. To, yep. It's real similar to when Randy Orton uh, got jumped down on by CM, CM Punk because CM because he punted him two years before. But anyway, so um, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. So so bad. So but anyway, you see Orton. Uh, he beats he so because oh, with the help of Cena. He ends up beating off. I almost said beating off. 
Oh, he's a beating he's a beating Wade Barrett, and then Miz catches in after that match and, and beats him, and then you get the whole Miz girl thing. But yeah. the thing about the Miz girl that you don't know because they actually have a, a longer a longer shot of her instead of just a, this, like the still of her face. Mm-hmm. She was wearing she was wearing like that brown and orange Randy Orton shirt. So mm-hmm. she was a huge Orton fan. That's why she was upset. That's it wasn't funny. actually that she wasn't actually really upset that Miz was champion. Nah, fuck that. But, that's, that's Miz girl. But, but I'm saying for here on out, no one ever, no one ever know that. Uh-huh. Like so, but, uh, that's cool. That's a nice little tidbit of information. But that's always <laughs> Miz girl. Like, like the the day she grows up and she's like a 21 year old woman. You are Miz girl. I don't care she what, like, what you do in life. She like she was. She looked like the spawn of Satan, ready to burn down an entire building. Yep. Like her 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 eyeballs were gonna shoot fire. Like yeah. <laughs> um. What else was going on in SmackDown? They got they brought the headbangers back. <laughs> so fucking what? Who did they? I don't even remember who they wrestled. They fought uh, Heath Slater and um. Oh yeah, and Rhino and Slater let, slayed them. So, and um, are they are they done? Or are they gonna be back next week to take another L? I think they're done. Yeah, that was just for the tag tournament. Yeah, right? that was just a one shot deal. Okay, so explain to me how, like, the Usos and American Alpha were not on TV, and also how they're both on the same side of the bracket for this tag tournament? Yeah, about that. I think that it's due, so Slater and Rhino are going to win the tournament. That's gross. Um, so Slater can get that contract. What do you think of the of the mobile home interview? It was in poor taste. In my opinion, no. Did you think it was funny though? It was there. It had its moments, but I don't understand why we need to laugh at rednecks. Because the only part that I thought was funny was only. Well, let me phrase it. The only part that I thought that people could have thought was funny was like making fun of his was his girlfriend was her name like Beulah. Beulah. Yeah. yeah, like make fun of Beulah because Beulah was out here just basically just like just there all over the place. Yeah. Like doing funny things. I thought Rhino was funny, like just kind of sitting there being stoic. Like, why are you here? Like, like. But besides that, like I, I looked at it and I was like, this could there there could be a lot of problems with this. So I just kind of approach with caution. Okay, I get it. He's from West Virginia. Like I understand. Like there's a lot of people in West Virginia that like that are living below the poverty line and have issues. I don't like. I, I I thought it was a cheap joke. Mm-hmm. And like it, you know, it's one thing to be laughing at something; nothing to be laughing at people. Because it's all good until they go to, uh, you know, Kofi Kingston's house or Big E's house. Yeah, you know, it's all good. And it's like my my main thing is like there are like there are plenty of poor white people in this country that have a lot of issues, and like the only thing they got going for them is the fact that they're white. And like people in in this country, we don't care about poor people, and so. Like I, I thought, like, hey man, like y'all enough, like that's not really the way to go in this situation. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's personally how I felt. But back to the tournament, um, I think they're going to win. Uh, Slater and Rhino will win. Uh, what will happen is American Alpha will defeat the Usos uh, clean, you know, like a face versus face match. But the Usos will be like angry about it, mm-hmm. and then they're going to come out there in the finals and make sure American Alpha doesn't win. And Slater and Rhino will win. Rhino will hit the spear, I'm going to assume, and get the pin on probably Gable because, you know, they don't want to beat the big guy. Yeah, so they're basically SmackDowns into a cast. They're a lot better. <laughs> but Are they a lot better? Oh, no, no. Gable is like, I didn't know No, 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 no. I meant Rhino and Slater. Oh. 
Rhino and Slater are the, the end zone. Or it like, because that match, it, Slater was out here getting his ass wore out. Yeah. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, you got a point. Um, but what I think is going to happen is the Usos will Bro, Gable is so much better than Enzo. I would never do yes. that. I would I never say no foolish like, like that. Hell no. Like the day he's a singles guy, bro, he's going to take like the Gable should be in the Like Gable should be in the cruiserweight. Uh, should be in the cruiserweight. No, not the classic. Oh, cruiserweight, cruiserweight division. division yeah. But they put him on SmackDown. Um, I think basically American Alpha will lose due to the Usos like cheating them somehow and then you get the Usos versus American Alpha mm-hmm. and then you get Slater and Rhino running with the belts for a little bit. Versus any of them bums. Any, any of them bums. Yeah. yeah. And then... Until it's time for that, whoever wins that feud between the Usos and American Alpha to come take the titles off them. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and I okay. think the Usos will end up actually taking the titles off of Heath, Heath Slater and Rhino, and then American Alpha will take the titles off the Usos eventually. That's gotcha. how I see it. Okay. Makes all the sense in the world. Now, if they do that, now, if they don't do that, you know, that's them. Why, look, watch them a month from now just do a three-way, or just do a three-way for the belt. <laughs> Be like, nah, forget all of this, like, long story planning. Just, did, just like, bro, do it now. All you can drag this out to at least the Royal Rumble. Nah, at least. You're right. However... Watch, watch, they, watch they shoot their whole wild by Survivor watch Series. Watch shoot their whole wild by Survivor Series, exactly. Uh, so, I'm trying to think what else on that show. Uh, Apollo Crews' gimmick of the spelling is kind of lame. But well, I'm just, just glad that, they, that neither one of them, AJ or him, botched any of them simple words. Yeah, that would have been a meme forever. Because, like, well, look, you, you, um, if... If Cruz botches one of them, it's never. It's, they're never forgetting it. It, it go. It, you check that under. You know, it, it check that under all the, the history and the list of, of, of black wrestlers and gimmicks and just he just he's dumb. And then if AJ don't get it right, well he's from Gainesville, Georgia. Yep. So then you throw that in them like be like, damn, bro, they out here just lighting. They out here just setting uh, setting everybody back. Yeah, they just setting people up on fire out here in the like country folk on fire on this episode of SmackDown Live, but. Okay, I'm glad they. I'm glad they. Uh, they figured that one out. Uh, I want to go to those questions from Josh before we okay. get up out of here. Um, questions were a little light this week, but um, people, we did it on short notice. Yeah, we did do it on short notice. Um, so he has four. So that that gives us. He said, "How would we grade each brand overall so far, and what changes or improvements do each brand need to make for success?" So let's start with Raw. Oh. Okay. I think Raw is at like a B minus. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you know, I've been doing these like we- these weekly grades. Yeah, yeah, actually, Raw. yeah, that is more your alley, so you um, probably have a more informed so opinion because I'm just kind of coming off for the me, head with for it. For me, for Raw, I, had, I have 1A, 1B, I think 1D, and the rest were C's. Mm hmm. So. And it was inside of six weeks, so that'd be in one A, one B, one D, and three C. So I, I, I probably have to give like a B minus C plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you could improve Raw, uh, what would we probably say beyond the obvious of cutting it down to two hours? <laughs> like they're, they're not, they can't do that. Yeah, it's not because the I, whole raw thing is the whole raw three hour thing is not their is not their choice. It's 
USA Networks. I would make sure that, like, I, I feel like I didn't see certain guys this week. Like, did we see Rusev at all this week? Nope, but I think, uh, I think the reason why they did that is because they didn't want anybody to be confused thinking that, like, Rusev was really, like, doing something away from Reigns. I yeah. think it was like, we need to go ahead and job Reigns, and, and then Rusev comes right back. Uh-huh. Now the I'd make I'd make sure there is a at least a showcase match in the first like two hours of the show at least uh, whether it's you have to utilize Neville and Zayn to as much as you can. I would say that they're. I mean, they sort of did this, but the main event has to matter every single week, mm-hmm. even if like. The the reason why last week's episode was the second best episode they've done since the, since the split is because throughout the show, like they prom- one ahead of time they promoted what the show was going to be, um, and two, they built the entire main event like with the pack the video packages and then also they opened the show with a nice little eight minute segment opening segment, like that was a miracle that it went only went eight minutes, <laughs> including the fight. Yeah, so I, I I would say that they need to plan ahead at least one week of knowing what the hell they're going to do mm-hmm. for the main event. Um, like I think they did in the last three weeks, they more or less have done that. Like they had all those matches set up for the every contestant in the fight in the fatal four. They had a fatal four with this crazy ending, so that sets up for what's going to happen on the next episode of Raw. Yeah. Um, I personally, I personally think that. And give different guys a shot in that main event spot because, like, we saw Rusev and Reigns had that long match. Then we had the Fatal Four Ways. Then we had Reigns and Jericho in that spot. So that's good that they're like rotating. It's not just like. So what you're saying is we've had six weeks of Raw and Reigns has been in four of the main events. What other ones was he in? You, you just named three of them: Reigns, Jericho. The main event just uh, the main event that we just had where he just got screwed. That was a qualifier. Was, huh? That was a qualifier. That was main event though. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. main event. All right, all right. Look, and also when he lost to when he he lost that uh, the match for the contendership to uh, uh, Finn Balor. So six weeks he's in Rusev and Reigns. So that's four. Yeah, that's Finn, Finn Balor. No, no, Rusev and Reigns. So that's four matches right there. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, those main events have, on the most part, been good. So, if we, we're we going to keep up with these main events, let's, let's keep switching them out, then. Roman Reigns is a good big match wrestler. Like, there, I don't think, I don't know why anybody would debate this at any point in time. Like, that's like arguing against water being wet. But, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Uh, so, he's still going to get booed, and that's fine, but, like... He's he's done well with this, but um, number one to PWI five hundred. Oh yeah, that's to this year. Um, you won't hear me debating about the PWI five hundred because we know how it works. And if you don't, I suggest you get familiar. It's an arbitrary list. It's okay. Um, SmackDown. Um, now I feel like SmackDown has an advantage four shows to two. Um, I'd agree. I think SmackDown is not quite an A, but it's, I think, at a, a B plus. And what's holding it back from being an A for me is it feels like someone's missing every week. Like, Absolutely. Like, they're, they're rotating these guys. Like, I feel like Randy Orton should have a match. 
Um, I feel like Styles should be in a match, like rather than just a, like a six minute match somewhere. Like he could eat up a lot more time than that. Like right. Zig- Ziggler, Miz didn't wrestle this week. Right. Just they they can use those guys a little bit better, and then you know they're already getting a ton out of them. But if they just focus them a little more, um, it would be better. And also, SmackDown has to do what they advertise. Because it was supposed to be Miz and Daniel Bryan on oh, yeah. Miz TV. But he never that never nope. happened. Uh, but talking smack definitely helps SmackDown out, too. <laughs> because it's unscripted and it's awesome. Um, what are your thoughts on SmackDown, James? Um, you know, I, I, I would agree with your point of they need to do, they need to figure out what their main, or, you know, for, in theory, what their nine o'clock match would be. Um, they don't really do it the same exact way as Raw, but they like, do like a nine o'clock promo. Right. Um, so they need to have them in the first hour, like there should be three matches of some type of substance on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean like they all need to be pay-per-view matches, but like the main event can have whatever schmoz it has at the end to advance the storyline of next week, like it always does. <laughs> but they need to have like they need to like get these tag matches up to snuff. And I mean they had a, they had a pretty good tag match this week, but um, or no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of last week with um with Breezango and Breezango and American Alpha, but because um, you know headbangers, headbangers, <laughs> 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 nah, bro. Um, but yeah, like they need to focus. They need to focus on like, especially now that you have the women um, doing the suspect thing. Like they could get in a bunch of matches and like show what these six girls can do in the meantime. Well, right, rather well, than just booking them all together. Yeah, I mean, well, they have one more episode now, but so they'll, they'll probably do like a, another tag. Shout tag out to Carmella tag. with the uh, beat up Nikki Bella click she started. Um, oh, the jump out queen. Yeah, the jump out queen. Learn from Dean Ambrose. Um, fantasy booking for Clash of the Champions and Backlash. Uh, oh, I don't know what really much. Um, okay, let's say this. Who do you want Kevin Owens to fight at, um, Clash of the Champions? A face, a baby face Seth Rollins. I'll take, yeah, I'll take the same thing. Um, besides that, I don't know where else to really go with that question. I mean, it... Like, I mean, we already have a guideline on what's going to happen. So, like, yeah. for example, we already know we're going to There's not much fantasy to have, Josh. Yeah, like, we, we already know we're going to have Ambrose versus AJ Styles. We already know we're going to have Dolph Ziggler versus Miz for the for the IC title. We already know there's going to be um, a tag or the tag tournament or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we already know that a woman's champion is going to be crowned. It's probably going to be Becky Lynch. So. Hopefully, Becky Lynch. Like, I mean. That's pretty much filled out. Now, on the on the Raw side, we already know we're going to get Rusev versus Reigns. We already know we're going to get... Um, we're, we're pretty sure we're going to get AJ Styles. I'm sorry, AJ Styles, but... Owens versus Babyface Rollins. Um, Charlotte versus Becky. Club versus the New, New Day. Day. Yeah, like, it's pretty much all set in stone. Like, I, I mean, and also another... I mean, Cesaro Jericho versus, can probably get a match. Cesaro versus... Uh, Sheamus, mm-hmm. part three or I four, think they, maybe. I think they might go Zayn and Jericho. Uh, maybe. They don't have anyone else to fight besides that. I mean, they could go Zayn and ne- or Neville and Jericho again, but they just I, did it on Raw. Maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, if I were them, I would have went with um, Jericho, um, Jericho and Neville. Because, like, you can always pull out the I broke your I broke your freaking leg. Hopefully they don't go with Braun Strowman Neville. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna make a prediction that Braun Strowman has a match on Clash of Champions. With who? A real match I or don't a squash know. match? Uh it will be a squash match, but it'll probably be against someone like he? a Mark Henry or one of those guys that are is just sitting on the um SmackDown brand. Can you imagine they've been doing all the squash stuff and then it leads to like January in like Royal also, Rumble. They, 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 yeah, they bring it to Royal Rumble and that man just basically go out there and get suplexed 59 times by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Can you imagine if that if that was the whole setup? Oh like we, just, we building this dude to get his ass with Brock Lesnar because we got that would be Brock so strong. terrible. That would be so terrible. Can you find a better? I, what would, bro, be a would, better, what would be a better use for, for Braun Strowman, though? Bro, I would feel so bad for Braun Strowman if they did that to him. I don't... You want to know why? Because that man... I know he's sorry. That man has constantly like he's about to kill somebody in the ring. Yeah. Like, I, like that face first um, choke slam, bro, I, I thought he almost broke... He almost blew somebody's knee out one time a couple weeks ago. I, and then this week when he the fought turnbuckles. the turnbuckles. Yeah, he dropped somebody... Like, he threw somebody, like... He has somebody basically upside down, like a dominator. Yeah, in a, in that position, and then like he basically like threw that dude's Adam's apple right into the ring, into the turnbuckle. Like that dude's dangerous, man. But I don't mean like Seth Rollins dangerous. I mean like real dangerous. Like that yeah. dude could actually hurt you. Man got freakish strength. Uh, thoughts on the Lesnar Orton rematch being done at a live event, like at a house show? It's gonna be aired. As far as I know, no. That's stupid. I agree. It's it's a uh, perk of being Brock Lesnar because the story goes, Lesnar got to pick his opponent pretty much for the house show, and they wanted to make sure it's in Chicago. They wanted to do well there, apparently. Well, he's still out here, like, on Raw fighting number SmackDown dude still. He's like, you know, since I just fought Orton, that's the hot match. So... If you Randy Orton, you getting your receipt, right? Who, get, who cares how hot the match is if it ain't gonna be on TV? Exactly. Who's gonna see it? It's if, got. It's they, you sure they're not gonna do this? From like, what I hear, you sure they're not making this like kind of like the Highway to Hell tour deal that he did last year? I, I'd have to take a look, but as of right now, I haven't heard anything about it airing. Um, I think, like I said, if I'm Randy Orton, I'm taking some type of receipt uh, for that elbow and all that blood. Uh, last question. Thoughts on the CWC so far? Favorite matches? Favorite competitors? Did you see the Burning Hammer and predictions for the remainder of the tournament? I have enjoyed all of Kota Ibushi's matches. Uh, Saber really disappointed me the first round. I thought it was better in the second round. Uh, Kota Ibushi and Cedric Alexander, I liked that match a lot. Uh, I don't know how much you caught of it, James, but um, some of the earlier rounds, like, the the matches are getting like longer now and more serious rather than these you know four and six minute matches. Uh, Dan, hearing Daniel Bryan absolutely just ride Brian Kendrick um, was was funny to hear. It was akin to Ric Flair and Bobby Heenan. Going to ninety two Rumble. Yes. Wow. Or any time with Ric Flair. Yeah, that's actually Heenan. true. It's actually any time. But... Um. And it was like... Or like, remember Michael Cole's out there rooting for the Miz out there? Yes, that shit was ridiculous. That shit was hilarious. 
Um, yes, I saw the burning hammer. Uh, basically, Kota, uh, Brian Kendrick put Kota Bushi like up for like a torture rack, mm-hmm. and then dropped him this way right on his head and neck, and that's called the burning hammer. It's ridiculous. Um, I call them unsafe working. Bam! <laughs> it was invented by Kenta Kobashi, uh, not the Kenta that you're thinking of. Um, predictions for the remainder of the tournament. I feel like we're on a Bushi Saber uh, uh, collision course. Mm-hmm. Um, now, mind you, I'd like Grand Metalik versus um, Kota Bushi. All that flying, like all them <laughs> flips. All the ridiculousness. I think Kota Bushi has proved that he's he's him. Like, like he's he's nuts. That's cool. You finna get Zack Sabre come out there and grab a hold. Yeah, grab a grab an arm bar. Like, <laughs> come out here and put me to sleep. Out there trying to catch his catch can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now that man trying to trying to work that. Uh, what's that British style they say? I don't know. Josh knows. Uh, he knows what I'm talking about. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. You're talking about like, all them dudes that just like... The world of sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. treat like it's a real sport. And they out here really trying to lock up. Like, like, yeah, like we don't, don't hit the, like, we don't don't, hit the ropes or anything. Like, you know. You know. <laughs> you know, like, move this shit on. You know, Speed like, up. pick up the pace. See no lock cold. Like, fuck a hammer lock. Like, yeah, run man. it. Yeah, just run it. Let's fight. We can't even see a fight, bro. Strikes. Not, Striking, yeah, not 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 trying to get out here and see it be cute. Not European uppercuts and knees and then more holds. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah this is can back. I see? Can I see a drop kick? No, you you finna see a single leg takedown. <laughs> you about to see me ride you, you know. Yeah. Uh, but nah, you finna you say, can we can we can we see can we see a hurricane rana? Nah, why you want to see a hurricane rana? We can see me try to break somebody's guard. Yeah. <laughs> try me straight. You, you don't want to see the, you don't want to see the nuance of me trying to slip this guard. Not no fake fight, dude. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like people t- me and talking about you know it's different styles for everybody. Yeah, that's just boring. Y'all can keep that shit. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like that man's a step away from putting somebody in the headlock for a half hour. You know, like back in the sixties. Headlock city. Yeah. But um that's gonna wrap pretty much things up for the week. We're about seventy three minutes in. Um make sure you guys check out uh my rap video dissing Amino hasn't got at him pretty hard. Uh I'll say so myself. It was probably one of the uh, better ones that I've done. Yeah, you know, like you can say like it's probably one of the better disc records of all time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this boy really going there, huh? Nah, man, nah. People let people decide that for themselves, but you know, it looks like it has universal acclaim. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go ahead and let that ride, you know. Oh, oh man. Wow. So, uh if you come out here selling out, you know, I will get you. Uh any final thoughts this week, James? <sighs> yeah, just um, just uh, like I, I would say, just you know, it sort of got brought back and forth uh, throughout the podcast. Just um, as far as Kaepernick thing, um, I would say you know, for people to focus on what his point was more than the way he carried it out. That that's about all I got to say. Yep, 
um, and try not to freak out over his socks. Um, this is One Nation Radio. <laughs> we up out of here, man. Later. Peace.